Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. It's me G and I am here with the usual Miss Ola. Hi. And Betty, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We're good. good. You guys got matching tattoos and I don't feel left out at all you from can, the wolf pack. You can get, get it. One. No, Go I'm not going to because I think it's fucking insane that you got fucking after quote tattooed on you. Technically, it's, it's a Wuthering Heights quote that was amended for after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's like highbrow enough that like if anybody asks, we can say like, oh, it's from Wuthering Heights. But then like it's not really, you know. Still like Wuthering Heights, but yeah, it's after. No, yeah. I love that for you guys. Yeah, because I feel like beautiful. after was really and like it. It was a turning point in like mine and Betty's relationship. That was yeah. when we really I mean, solidified. It was a turning point. Like after, after brought us all together. Yeah, after is yeah, like after the glue that holds us together. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't why we even like started this podcast all the time? But without after, there would be no girls who rate porn. No, no. so literally, no, like it wouldn't exist. It's all after. Yeah, weirdly right. enough, that shitty little Wattpad series changed all of our lives in a really strange way. Yep. <laughs> Alright, yeah. what did we read this week? We read Master of Salt and Bones by Carrie Lake. How did we how did we like it? When I give me a rating? Oh, it was such a it was really good. I, I'm a five. It was I, really I fucking good. loved it. Yeah. It was good. I'm gonna give it like a four, maybe four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give it a four it and was a half very good, because it is because it yeah. is really good. But there are some things that made it like it's. I know it's so there were some things and that a lot gave happened. The shit. Yes, yes. But like it's a little, great, I, like great story. It's just like the execution. Like I feel like it just needed to be edited yes. a little bit. Yeah, I understand the four and a half because it was definitely a couple plot holes where I was like, yes. are we gonna are we gonna wrap this up?" And then we didn't wrap it up, but I didn't really care that we didn't wrap it up because by the time we got to the end of the book, I'd lost interest in the plot holes, quite honestly. Yeah, she is mm. really good at doing that. Like I, I read another like duet of hers, which was like Nightshade and Infernium, and that one was like so confusing. It was like a parallel universe. I, I do have a question. There is another book after this one, from what I saw. I think it's called. I don't think there is. There is. I don't think so. It's maybe what is it? not a duet, but it's part of this series. Is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came up on my Kindle afterwards, and it was the same cover design. I know they was had. It a bonus was it the um, a ship of bones and tea? Was it that one? Maybe. Because she's good. Because all of her books are like quite similar. Like she writes gothic romance embedded mm-hmm. in some sort of like paranormal or like mystery thing so she did yeah, like i'd have to have a look yeah i don't i think it is just a standalone okay yeah. oh i just thought like i don't mean um that it isn't a standalone i just thought it was like another book in the same world oh yeah yeah because the thing is to me it was unfinished yeah it was very <laughs> unfinished yeah no yeah. I, I get that i get what you mean by that yeah and then i wonder if she left it open-ended 
so she could go back like one day if I'm she so wanted convinced. to. Let me have a look. You guys start, tell the blurb and I'm let me sure find it. Because I've, I've, I've read a lot of her books and I think I, I like I know the one she's got like two that kind of have a similar cover, but they're like stay all standalones. Alright. Okay. I'll read out the blurb. Okay. Okay. Oh, we did well. When Goodreads I'm... gave it 4.52. Oh, good. <laughs> yep. When I was a little girl, I dreamed a handsome knight would come and rescue me from my wretched mother. He'd ride up on his white steed and break the curse I've been fated to carry since the day I was born. Funny how things changed over time. How the fairy tale twisted into something far more crooked, darker than I ever imagined. In reality, my knight is scarred and broken, living alone in a castle of bones that overlooks the sea. He isn't searching for me, and he never was. Lucian Blackthorn is as cursed as I am, and equally shunned by the locals, the fishes of men who believe him to be the devil in the flesh. Perhaps he is, with the way his amber eyes draw me in, ignite me like an infernal blaze, and the sins he whispers in my ear are as wickedly intoxicating as the man himself. Yet his touch is heaven and as well as my weakness. He calls us forbidden an unsalvageable tragedy with no happy end. Maybe we are, but in this story, he's the one who needs saving. Damn, that's like a that tells you nothing about what the book is about. Yeah, that's like they kept she kept the mystery up to max, like that man. Yeah, oh, the one that you were talking about was a different author. The oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, is it Isle of Sin and Shadow? I'm talking about the Isle of Sin and Shadow, yeah, yeah, but I think that one's like completely different, yeah. It is, but it looks the um, same, and it came up being like, read this book next. And yeah, I was like, shit, it's that, another book in the series. That other author, the one that did Ship of Bones and Teeth, also writes really, really good, um, like, gothic romances and, like, retellings of classic stories. So she did, like, Dracula and, like, Sleepy Hollow and stuff, which is fun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I remember you reading um, those. Yeah. Um, what did we like the most about it? It had me on I say the edge this of often. my seat. Oh, go on, Bay. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, it had me on the edge I was of my also seat. staring at the ceiling. We both stared at the ceiling at the same time and started talking. <laughs> you yeah. had the same thinking face. <laughs> um, yes, it had me on the edge of my seat. I did not expect anything from this book. I thought it was heading in one direction. I was smacked in the face when it had, like, as it headed another direction. Like, you could have not told me at any point in this book that any like if you okay if you sat down right and i was reading this book and you said by the way it's gonna head in this direction i would have gone you're lying what the actual (laughs) fuck are you on about really yeah because i expected it to be like some sort of like almost like phantom of the opera like hidden romance retelling-esque like you know like a poor traumatized man with like a, a scarred face like feels love for the first time like that's kind of the direction it was heading in and then you get like because it's quite a long book, uh, 530 pages. You get like, what, like 300 or 200 and so pages in, and you're like, secret cult? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I agree that I wasn't expecting things. I feel like, you know, when it came to who her father was, I was like, Oh, I, I picked expected. that up from the beginning. Yeah. 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 yeah there I were a few that. things where I was like, okay, yeah. obviously. Yeah, because like, I was like, why else would they make this guy like such a prominent character? Yeah, kind of thing. Like, you know, it's like when you're reading a romance novel and there are two main characters and you're like, are they going to end up together? Fucking obviously. Like, you don't know <laughs> how, but it's going to work in the end. Um, do you know what? I actually really thought it was quite creative. 
It is so creative. Um, yeah. It was so creative. I don't, and I've said this to you, it shits me to tears because I said this about the last book that we read, I'm pretty sure, is that I've never read anything like it before. Like you can, I've read Gothicana, fantastic, but this is the thing with romance is that when you have a trope, you can do so many fucking things with those tropes, right? You don't just have, when you have crime, it's kind of the same thing over and over again. But when you've got goth, you have like mafia and goth and then you have school and goth and then you have this and goth and that and goth. So it was like really different to anything that I've ever read, but it was really um, fucking scary for me. Yeah. Freaked me out. Yeah. Fear. I, yeah. Yeah. Some I was of it was Bitty, um, I was talking to Bidi about it, like Lucian's flashbacks. Like I love the idea of having an unreliable narrator and him not knowing what's real or what's not, because not only does he actually have hallucinations, but everybody around him is also gaslighting him. Like oh, that was like my favorite so part. I was like, fucked. man, that's good. I know. And I was thinking about this. I was like, oh my God, what if it's happening to me? because you don't know what if i what if i don't have a podcast i'm just imagining these people on my computer we said this last time remember how we thought that maybe we're in an alternative universe i've still been fucking freaking out about that thank you very much you know what i will from last year i'll give carrie like credit out of all the books we've read that has had some form of like mental illness in it this is the only time i've seen schizophrenia in a book not be about violence like he yeah. was a violent man, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't to do with his schizophrenia. It was he was just a violent man. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the way he was raised. Things. Yeah. See, Which I wouldn't is- have even known that he had schizophrenia because I don't know what the symptoms of schizophrenia are. So to me, he just had a, a, a mental illness that was triggered so heavily by his psychotic parents, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like schizophrenia yeah. is just kind of yeah, a I just didn't know that it was anything to do with like viewing something that isn't there or hearing something that isn't there. Hmm. But yeah, no. So like, I was like, because when but we got in into the hall, wasn't it true that like he only yeah, but he still he, about one person. He still he he still hallucinated he still, in the future. Yeah, like he saw Jude at some point, and then in the future, because he'd been gaslighted into thinking Solange was a hallucination oh, that's she true. then came back yeah to then him he started as a natural hallucination her. yeah 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 because he'd been <sighs> conditioned to think that she was always a hallucination so it like planted a yeah. hallucination do you know what i hated his father so much throughout the book and i was indifferent about his mother but then once that last scene came along i so swear to god i was gonna fucking throw my kindle like i knew it was coming <laughs> but i was so it was angry. a good twist i didn't like, even expect it like, at all you are a parent. How did you not? She was like, okay, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just saw it differently because she was really lucid at some points and making certain statements where I was like, something's not right. Like she knows something. I was like, well, I, I thought that stupid. she would like, I thought that she was being used as sort of like a plot point to reveal the truth, but I didn't know that she was going to be the main villain. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Cause I just, I, don't know. I kind of saw it coming. I saw that coming only because of like her lucidity at certain points. And I was like, bitch, you know more than you're saying. Like I know yeah. you know more. So that's why See, I was I... like, and something, and it wasn't like adding up, like for him to kill his own kid slash grandkid, whatever. I, I assume he didn't kill his own yeah. kid. I just generally up until the mum revealed that oh, no, I meant it was dad. an accident. I did. I meant the dad. Con- oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That didn't make sense to me. But then like, I, I also... Kind of thought 
him not being the real father of the child kind of cheapened that aspect of the book. Did you think so? Do you know what gave me the shits about this book? Let's talk about what we don't like. Go on. What? I do not like that he was just like, oh, I can't get out of the secret society. Sorry, we have to live with it forever now. Yeah, and there's no, like, there's no future of, like, what's happening with it. That's why I say that it's unfinished. Because that is yeah. not a finished novel. There was right? no big like, hero aspect where he saved all of these people traumatised. Which is okay, but I just think that, like, normally when that happens, there's a series and then there's more information from another couple whose husband might be in it or something like that. Like, you don't know. You know what I mean? Whereas to me, it just kind of felt like they shot off two really shit people at one point in a cabin somewhere. And they're like, oh, we just didn't like those people because the way that they behaved. But it still doesn't stop the overall kind I mean, of I get it thing where sense. they're just fucking horrible people. I, I kind of get it in a sense because the point of the book is like, these things happened, you're never going to get rid of them kind of thing. Like, it was like Lucy and coming to terms with the fact that like, this is a world that he lives in of like power and money and like, he can either learn to live in it and then be happy or yeah. you can learn yeah, to live in it and suffer. But I, um, but I like to read I, for I, the I big... also think that there was like a huge plot point in the fact that he's like, I'm getting rid of all my business. This is how I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it just kind of fizzled away. That's what I mean I by like, yeah. plot holes. Yeah. Um, and so I, that's I saw part the whole, of it for me. I saw the whole like, um, like was it like Shade and Freud? Shade and yeah. Freud. I can't remember. Yeah, um, that whole thing of not being wrapped up saying. as like, because Lucian's like very inherently selfish. Like that's always been a point of the book. So his only goal is to keep like himself and Isadora safe. So that's why he stays in the Shade and Freud because it's like more safe for them to stay in it and present like a blank sort of front than to leave and have her come under attack. Like that's what I always sort of yeah. I, so I mean, like he is a pure like morally gray character. No. I oh don't. yeah. There's just yeah, there's I like know. a few things like and because like, he because he doesn't care like he doesn't he just doesn't yeah. fucking care like he just doesn't see it as like like he doesn't feel bad for the people that are like going and being tortured so he's just like oh, this is like it'll be harder more work for him to leave it yeah I yeah. the other thing that I didn't like can I just say as well is that like there were some scenes where the book was so fucking long and you could have explained things a bit better I agree. I agree. Okay. That's what I mean so by like, like the editing, eh? Like it just was, needed to be. Yeah, sort of... there was a scene on the cliff. Yeah. And I felt like that was not like clear what was happening. Like all like I oh, I don't know how to there were a couple of scenes where I had to go back and reread it and I'm like, when did he put his dick in her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it yeah. just like wasn't written down and all of a sudden he was pounding her. And I was like yeah it was very it it was very quick to shift into the sex scenes yeah but also like like oh shit sorry there also wasn't um but there also wasn't as much description there and i'm but then i was thinking there's not much description but how is this book going on for the fucking length of eternity like what's in this so there's a couple things that i had problems with but like they're not really that big of a deal one yeah i didn't Mm. like that he wasn't Rourke's, Rourke's, like, real father. I thought that cheapened Mm. the only kind of, like, empathetic, like, soft side of him that we had, right? And I know he says, like, oh, but he was still my son anyway, but, like, it was meant to be, like, a a bonding moment, like, where he, like, realised that, like, other people exist and he can't be so selfish, and then that was kind of, like, snatched away. 
Oh my god, that was From so you? beautiful that moment when he first came to the baby. Yeah, and it was a really yeah. sweet scene. So scene. sad, but it felt it was, it was a really funny this... sad book. That was that scene. Sorry, babe. That scene was so heart wrenching. That like she's going through PTSD. They're not getting her any help. Like, and it's mm. very obvious. But that's that what I mean. Like, it was such an important fuck. moment in the book, yeah. and it genuinely was cheapened by some Did like I say PTSD. I meant post traumatic. No, yeah. what do I mean? <laughs> Postnatal. Postpartum. Sorry. Yeah. And then I felt like it was cheapened by just adding something in for shock value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. we could have had I, that. I could say that. I can see that. And I think it's like, because she was trying to tie it back to make the mother the bad guy. And like, that was like the way to do it. But the know? mother Where still could have been just, the yeah. bad guy by saying like, she didn't even want the kid or she learned about Schrodinger and yeah. she didn't want another person to go through this. Like the mother could also have been a morally gray character. What that, the fuck is Freud? Whatever the that's fuck like it's the secret called. society. I don't know what the word oh, is. Oh, I was like, it had the German name. Kind of, I forgot what it was called, first of all. And I was like, <laughs> damn, they're using some kind of fucking medical names today that I've got no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even click for me that it was actually in the book. That kind of annoyed me. Also, the way that they tried to redeem Isa's mum kind of annoyed me because yeah, one, they didn't, ex- they didn't explain us. They didn't explain her backstory very well. So they explained that she obviously had an affair with an older man, had got pregnant, right, and then like Isa killed somebody that was trying to fight, like like trying to uh, be a predator towards her. It took her. me a moment to realize that it was her who killed. Um, yeah, that was because it wasn't I didn't meant feel to. Like that yeah. was probably until after. Until the end. Well, I think also it was kind because of the yeah. Up. yeah, I think you, like because it, like Easter's also an unreliable narrator. Like she's blocked out a lot of what happened to her. Like when, like the way that yeah. she has to view her assault by the men is it happening not to her but to her friend. Like that's the only way that she can like talk compartmentalize about it. It's it. like, the only way she can think to about her. it. And yeah, yeah, exactly. But she's completely yeah. rewritten that experience in her head. But yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So like. I, well, I don't understand, like, when did Isa's mom become a heroin addict? Re- like, we don't really yeah. know what yeah. led her. There's no triggering point. It's this thing happened, she moved back to the island, all of a sudden she's a heroin addict and, like, the town, like, whore, yeah, yeah, as he yeah, called yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I yeah. actually thought that as well. What triggered that event? I was like, where's the drugs in this fucking story? Yeah, like, yeah. why does it Where need to are be the there? drugs it's- in this story? I do think maybe, like, it should have been two books. Yeah, and then the second thing is, no, what shit, happens? and it should have been longer, actually, which is the first time I think I've ever said that in my life. But it should have been two books, and the second, and it should have been two. And it should have just been beefed out novels. a little bit. But also, like, yes, why do we just leave more... Aunt Midge? Like, you know, there's like yeah. 150 pages left. We just leave her. We don't know what the fuck happens. So we don't know if she's happy. We don't know if she's sad. She's been such an integral part of this book. Her sister dies, and then we're like, okay, we'll never check in with you again. Have a good <laughs> life, Aunt Midge. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted, like, if you're going to wrap up the book, like, she bought a bookshop, a bookstore, maybe Anne Midge is yeah. there, like, congratulating her. Yeah. Like, she never she never validates a relationship at all. The moment no. we leave Aunt Midge, she, she doesn't like him, really, or, like, never really comes round to him. And then we never check back in with her, so we don't know how she feels about it, which I think is a really big part of romance novels. Is that, like, yeah. aspect of, like, like other familial- people... Yeah, validating their relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I, I agree with that. But yeah, it is it it's like she had so many ideas and then she just tried to fit them into 
like a still quite like consumable novel when really yeah it should have been mm. a do it which I, which I, it's not like they're not big deals like they don't ruin the story it's more so like a testament no. to her writing that i leave with questions that i want to be wrapped up as opposed yeah, like, like you I want like more to content. read more yeah so like i still can give it a five i just feel like i, I wouldn't really have like been it. able to handle it if it was an extra 50 pages though yeah <laughs> But you know, like when it's when it's two books, it's a dumb. Like, it and is it makes you, like it's yeah, like a yeah, different yeah. it's like a no, different no, no. thing in your mind though. Like if you've got like a do it instead of just one really long book, you think it's like easier. Totally, because when I keep looking at the time left, and it was six hours for fucking three <laughs> days, I thought I was going to kill someone. I was like, I think we could have swapped. Long. We could have swapped some of the uh, scenery description with. I don't yeah. remember reading any of the scenery See, descriptions. See, I so if it love was there... scenery description. I, I am like, so fucking much it. it. I love it so much because I reckon it's like that. That's what sets like the vibe and the mood for me. Like all these descriptions of like but dark, more and so gloomy like, places. I don't need to know like every single thing. I don't need to know that he moved his like arm from the like armrest to the table. And that's yeah, the thing. She be doesn't like, tell us about when he puts his dick in her. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of things were over-explained. Like, Lucian's every single like... movement down to, like, what his toes were doing would be explained. We feel like we've been talking, like, so much shit about about it for, like, a book that we rated at four and a half, five. No, but it's only a lot of critical things, things that, that you love. If they, were, if they were done properly, then this would have been, like, a ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. So we don't so say this out of maliciousness. We yeah. say this out I of think... annoyance that this could be the best book ever. Yeah. I, I do agree. Like this, I think this author is still, I think she's been writing for a while, but I think she is still like developing how to like sort of progress with her continuity because that other duet I was telling you about is like, this is like, did like barely make sense. Like the movements of people, like the, the pacing and the scenes, like so hard for you to even figure out where everybody is. Like this one is a lot better than that. So I think she's like getting better each time. There was a thing where Issa had her panties removed and then two page, two pages later, she then had her panties removed again. And I was, <laughs> I was just in bed kind of delusional because it was like 11 o'clock at night and I've been reading all day and I was like, <laughs> two panties. all right favorite sex scenes let's do it um favorite good question i just think like probably just like the first time they fuck eh? the first time they fuck is always the best i kind of don't remember any times they fucked oh i don't think it was a sex scene for me i think it was the fact that he was like really chill and loving in the bath yeah do you know yeah, what I mean? Because nice. See, I was like, going to reference like, another bath scene. I kind of like the like scenes where he was by himself in the bath. Yeah. Oh, when yeah, when he was like jerking off in the bath, trying to drown himself. Yeah. I yeah. Was they, like, they actually yeah. were pretty good, weren't they? By the way, they this had book really has good, like, like an insane... Yeah. yeah, just by the way, this book has an insane amount of trigger warning, so please read them before oh, yeah. you jump into it. Well, it's a little bit of a wild... It is dark, yeah, very but dark. But it's digestible dark and romance. it's done well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was the book. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. I like this author. Yeah, no, it I, was definitely very good. Wrote, um, she's the one that wrote Noctocadia, which was the one that was, it is quite similar to Gothicana. 
but it's okay. good in its own right. Like it, like it, it is the vibes are very much similar, and it's the whole like dark academia away at college and like student professor. But it's like the the actual like plot is so fucking different. Okay. Like I, because I, because I saw everybody talking about how similar it was, but then I read it yeah. and I was like, We've yeah, it's just, it's just like, yeah, it's just like it is just dark academia. Like I think like that's where it happens. But uh, the, in North Arcadia, yeah. it's like an evil twin. So that's fun. I oh. fucking hate evil twin books. <laughs> Me too. So I love it. I think I'm actually so with Betty funny. on this one. I can't stand. I think it's so fucking tacky. And do you know what it reminds I, me of? Then it's like it's like a good way though. No, I hate it. Do you remember when I told you about three six five, like the movies, and then in the last movie yeah. she like accidentally fucks, the, yeah. sees the evil twin twin yeah. fucking someone else, so she like fucks half of Italy. I was so angry. I was like, "Why? This isn't even in the books. Let let him kill the dog instead. Like bring that into <laughs> like, the book instead of this evil." The twin end of Pretty Little Lies as well. The end of Pretty Little Liars, where it was an evil twin yeah. that had been orchestrating like, the whole thing. It's like when um when when they look at the an author like looks at like the list of things that could happen, and it's like the last point of call, like the failsafe is the evil twin. Is the evil twin? Let's pull it out. Oh, shit. I don't think it's I've funny. ever consumed good evil twin content. Never. You should read oh, Noctocadia because I, d- I think it actually is all right. Oh, maybe The Legend, that one with Tom Hardy where he plays both of the characters. Oh, that, that one's kind of good. like an evil twin moment. Yeah. But, you know, but like, the, the twin isn't story. like fully evil. He's like, you still kind of sympathize like, with the evil. Oh, so shit. Like, it's so overdone and whatever I think it's because it's just funny. not believable is it because it's there's no not. way in hell that it's like just gonna people be... could not be yes Black Black and white. for the oh first God. time in our lives i'm with you dude i've been re-watching <laughs> i've been re-watching um the vampire diaries and obviously there's a whole like doppelganger thing in the vampire diaries and i'm like that is the epitome of evil twin like consumable content cringy. they'll just like pop up and then like fuck up their like doppelganger and then leave again it's, is that the uh, one vampire diaries is that the one where the doppelganger is like from the 1800s yeah 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 oh uh, yeah i get once that popped up i was out hard <laughs> i fucking dropped out like See, i that. love it and she and she always like imitates her and like does all this weird shit like it kind of her, works in vampire diaries not gonna lie it probably it's does, like... but i hated it i was like nah this is fuck this is annoying I yeah, love the Vampire yeah. Diaries, and uh, the, the book series that it's based on is so good. It's like so camp. It was like written in like the like the early nineties, late eighties, and it's oh my god, it's so good. And the first time Elena finds out that Stefan is a vampire, she walks into his room and he's eating like a pigeon. Like he's like <laughs> holding like a dead pigeon to his mouth, and it's like there's like a storm outside. She just sees him like illuminated in the lightning, like crouching on his windowsill with a fucking dead pigeon. Oh. It's so funny. Oh I love those God. books. I used to have yeah. them. I need to get them again. Yeah. It's like definitely on the list of like teenage books that I missed out on because I was too busy reading fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed um, out on a lot of books because of fan fiction. I have been watching some like old, like not old, but like early 2000s, maybe 2010s comedy movies and the shit that people would say and get away with like i actually watched some from the night i watched rush hour oh yeah yeah and the level of racism in that movie that people got away with 
producing back then. And like, I felt really bad because I laughed through the whole fucking movie. And I was like, you racist bitch. Like, why are you laughing at this? (laughs) But like, Chris Tucker is comedic genius. So like, how can you not? I haven't seen Brush Hour. In yeah, fucking it was ages. it was like the Wild West, wasn't it? They just put yeah. fucking anything Wild. in a movie. You could put anything in a movie. Like I was watching Step Brothers, and I'm like, this is not okay. Do rewatching shit like um like American Pie and stuff. Nah, yeah, not okay. Fucking not wild. okay. Like you would never see a movie come out with shit like that right now. No. No. It was wild. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. All and they were so explicit, just, just on movies. television. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all of those like old teen movies—they always had tits in them. Like no matter yeah. what, they always find a way to put a fucking bare chest. It was probably Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Or like, I'll, I'll produce your movie like if laughing. you put tits in it. Probably. Yeah. Would not yeah. surprise me at all. And then where's he? He heing on the other side of the TV when Harvey Weinstein being a fucking wanker on the other side. What? <laughs> Did you oh. say he heing? Yeah, he he. <laughs> I'm not the only. Why did you decide to say that, that instead of laughing? Life. I don't know. Because we say he heing on our end here in this house. That's yes. ridiculous. Is oh, it? But you know it's what so I'm saying. Silly. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully aware. Doesn't I'm going to put that in a book it? for you. I'm going to write a book purely so that I can put he was he heing on the other side of the door. <laughs> yeah, oh, you just ruin like all this, like you'd make someone their book boyfriend and then they'd learn that he's a he here. Things that give me the ick when he he he's. <laughs> yeah, we're like he 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 all up in this bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like that. I hate it when people write out laughing like phonetically when they go like he he or ha ha. It's like just said ha Like and like you know like when you read it in a book and it'll be like in quotation marks like it's a sentence. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <gasps> like, or like ah ha ha. I hate it. I hate it. It's like just say like he laughed. I like. He laughed. Do you know what? I think we need to do an episode on words that we fucking hate in books because there's a few for me. We can do that. Yeah. There's there's a few in there where I read the way that people explain or describe vaginas. Yeah, I'm getting kind of I think we, sick of the Didn't word we already do like an episode tight. where we talked about yeah. the vagina thing in books? Yeah. Possibly. I think I don't know, in like our first season. Where we chose ex- specific yeah. words. But like, if anyone yeah. has any, please send them through because I've seen some bloody crackers recently. Well, yeah. I'm kind of getting sick of the word like like tight because she was so tight yeah you're so tight like, would you damn. prefer she's like so when they loose. talk about like she had me in like a vice grip yeah like, god what the fuck that doesn't sound comfortable sir no it doesn't <laughs> sound comfortable for either person no it doesn't that's what, I, that's what i mean so like can we back off on the word tight and maybe just like comfortable she felt comfortable she was snug it felt really good you know what? <laughs> really, really fucking good. Bit like a glove. That's all I need. Yeah. Because yeah. all I think of, like, she's all so right. tight and a vice grip is all I think about is, like, friction. It's choking. Like, it's about yeah, to like... snap it. 
I always like, imagine yeah. that dick snap whenever they write that. To be honest, that's <laughs> where I go. That's where my brain goes. Like, is that comfortable? Because they're like, yeah, she almost she almost broke my dick. Like, bro, yeah, that's not you nice. don't really want to plug her for life. Good at all. Like, that's not funny. Breaks you out of the no. illusion, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can respect that. Yeah, and then whenever they say that, then I'm like, well, I wonder how she's feeling. Yeah, how can she be both nice? dripping wet, wet and ready, but also, like, tight in a vice grip? You know, there's a contradictory thing. Yeah, because like, she's never had good. she's never had a big penis before. This is the first big penis of her life. That's Betty. right. Of course, we need to remember that these are the biggest the penises the that they've that they've ever had in their lives, and these dicks are like forearms. So no wonder. Did you They're see that woman on TikTok that like got out a tape measure and she like pulled up twelve inches and she just said, "Yes," and she's like, "You cannot it. swallow yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. This is the Twenty Seven Club. That's the one that got me. Was Twenty Seven Club? I was like, nah, I'm out. That's that's it for me." <laughs> the thing is inches. that everyone was sending that to me, and they were like, because they know about the podcast, so all my friends were sending that to me. He heing about it and they were like 27 club and i was like i'm dying i'll put it on the podcast fucking story what and does i did 27 club mean 27 club means so it, she went 10 inches 27 club it's when everyone because there's this whole thing like where janice joplin and like all these um celebrities passed away Kirk at 27 Amy yeah. Winehouse. Oh. Um, so they're oh, part of the 27 club. So she's you. saying 10 inches, you're part of the 27 club. Yeah. You're dying. You're dead. God, yeah. That killed me when I saw that. Guys, I have to go and do family oh, yeah. shit, so bye. Um, well, are we reading next, next week? week? We are talking we've to Hayley Jenner. Jenner. Who we Ooh, fucking love, books. by the way. Yeah. Australians. And we'll be talking be talking about righteous deceit righteous deceit jesus who's interviewing me i am i don't know who wants to you are biddy does yeah i am well yeah oh cool I need to get reading. that's exciting good time oh, right. by it's the way good. betty just made some kind of aggressive movement that nobody understands mm-hmm. that was my excited movement oh sorry <laughs> that's Hannah, what she looks like <laughs> oh, I've never seen that before. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> spend time with your family. I gave right. you the shits in the middle of the night, and I was like, "Oh, Betty hates me now." Whatever. Well, yeah, I saw that message. But it was like, "Okay," and you're like, "Jesus, don't get too excited, Betty." She was like, it's it's "One o'clock in the morning." <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> All right, guys, I living you. in separate time zones. See you guys later. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.